Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Too Tall For You. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, I have Carly Spenson with me, who I stumbled across on Instagram. Um, Hey, Carly, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, Do you want to just give like a quick intro about who you are? listening. Absolutely. So I am, in other words, like an AKA long tall Carly. That's my username on all platforms. And I started sharing fashion tips for tall women on where to find clothes on TikTok and have grown that into over 20,000 person following with over 87% females, which is like amazing. We love that. Um, and it's kind of blossomed into this body positivity and tall fashion page. And then now I've, you said you found me on Instagram, which is kind of funny because usually that is not where people first see me. Um, but now it's also on Instagram and just kind of trying to 2021 goals is growing all of that. So, um, I'm six foot two. I have always struggled with clothes. I have a 38 inch inseam, which is like ridiculous hard. (laughs) Um, and what's your inseam by the way? Um, I think it's like 37, 38, pretty yeah. similar. So you feel the pain. Like there's like yeah, long sure. legs and then there's super long legs. And we're in like yep. the super long leg sector. Um, yes. And, you know, ever since I was younger, my mom would always say, like, ask fellow tall women where they got their clothes. Because I wasn't six foot like you when I was in middle school, but I did reach <laughs> six foot my freshman year. Um And like I said, I'm all legs. So I pretty much from middle school on had to be buying special clothes. And at the time, the only thing was Aeropostale. Um, Aeropostale and Gap if I wanted to be anywhere near the trends. Um, So yeah, that's, it's kind of my platform is I want to be what I wish I had growing up, which was somebody that was like, hey, you don't have to give up your style because you need taller sizes. But, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of my struggle. I'm sure you struggled quite a bit with clothing as well, though, being, being six foot early on. Was there like any one thing that you did that really helped you? Yeah. Um, no, not any one thing. (laughs) Um, yeah, clothing was always so hard. Um, I think the first time I remember like loving jeans and this is like such a random weird story, but my mom she she works at a salon, so she, like, randomly, they'll have, mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know, do really random parties, and just, like, the connections for things are just, <laughs> I don't know, you have people coming in from all over. Anyway, someone in her salon did, like, a jean party. So, cool. yeah, I'd never heard of it, actually never heard of it since this thing happened, but they did a jean party. Somehow they knew someone who had connections to, like, all these, like, name brand jeans, and they would, like, bring them over to their house, invite your friends, I don't remember how it worked because I was so young, but, like, anyway, my mom got involved in this, and it's, like, my first pair of jeans that Mm -hmm. fit me were True Religion. So here I am at, like, 12 years old with these True Religion (laughs) jeans because they're the only things that were long enough for me. So, like, for a long time, I only had, like, one super expensive pair of jeans, like, growing (laughs) up, and then I was like, we need to figure out how to find other places to buy jeans, and then stumbled across American Eagle, and that's been, like, 
it, like, and I, I thought I've been pretty good about knowing the ins and outs of fashion for tall girls, but not like you. You have, like, a handle on it, and it's awesome. I'm, like, stoked that I found your page. It's honestly just a ridiculous amount of time online and, like, filling my cart with things I never end up buying. Right, but, okay. And, you know, it's it's interesting because, like, the more you get into realizing, like, the gene part, like, that was me. Like, I went from limited to, which if anybody's from the U.S., they know what limited to is. And I went right. from limited to to Aeropostale, and I had, wear, had to wear triple zero jeans because I was so young and needed the longer length. Right. Um, and then kind, of, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't a true religion girl. That was <laughs> my mom was yeah. by no means gonna waste that money on jeans for me. But like, oh, I know. Gap was like my specialty. My mom would, whenever it was like a splurge, she would splurge on the Gap jeans for me and get them longer. But then, you know, by the time I was in high school they weren't long enough for me. My legs had already grown like way past the inseam of of Gap and Aeropostale. It's funny because now I I went back to Aeropostale a few few weeks ago, a few months ago, really, and uh, tried on a pair of jeans. And I was like, how were these ever long enough for me? They're so, even the talls are kind of short on me now. So it's just, it's very interesting. But I think that you're totally right. Like most tall people, tall women, or people that need tall clothing in general, because I always preach that you don't have to be tall to have tall clothing. Um, Everybody's proportions are different, just like how you're 6'4 and have the exact same inseam as me, which is someone that's 6'2". People that are not, you know, the, the technically tall, like I kind of made a joke about this on my TikTok was that you know, how do you define tall? And people have gone off in the comments Because you see a lot of times that people are like, oh, I'm 5'8", I'm tall. And that's a very different tall than being an over six foot woman like we are. Oh, for sure. And, um, but at the same time, it's like trying to figure out, does that mean that they're not tall? Like, do we, it, it, I don't know. It's like an interesting, it's always perplexed me because it's like, yes, my mom's like a little chicken nugget. She's only like (laughs) 5'8". Um, so she's significantly shorter than me and you, and you realize mm-hmm. the height difference quite a bit when we stand next to each other. Um, but at the same time, she has to buy tall pants. She has a 34 inch inseam. So it's, it's, I think everybody that's tall, when you discover the tall sizing, whether you be that like five, eight, five, seven, needing the tall sizing or are over six foot, when you find something that actually fits, it's really interesting to see the way it just like fully takes over your body. Um, I think that it's one of the biggest confidence things, if that makes sense. Like, Oh, for sure. You don't realize the impact of having like the cut for a knee up in your thigh and your jeans and how that totally throws off sizing and the comfort of your pants or like yeah. expose wrists, which you're, I mean, you're in Paris, so <laughs> you mm. know, it can get pretty cold and over in Sweden yeah. as well. Like having exposed wrists and then trying to put mittens on with it. Yeah. And then you've got this big gap between the jacket and your mitten and yeah. it's just... These little things that I think people really take for granted, but when you're taller, when you have that first experience, like your true religion jeans, it's something that you really kind of stick with because it's like, oh my gosh, there's actually stuff for me to wear. Yeah. Yeah. Finding pants, like everyone, you know, people are like, what's your like one wish in life? My one wish in life is to have jeans that like drag on the floor, you know, like that's like. Well, I've got to. Thing. There's quite a few places that actually carry a 41-inch inseam, which means that we can wear heels with our pants, which is... I love it. Because the hard part is, like, you think you can only wear skinny jeans, because then it's like, okay, well, mm-hmm. if it's a little off, then I can just wear some boots and it's fine, or whatever. 
But there's actually right. quite a few options that carry a long enough inseam for us 38-inch inseam people to be able to kind of embrace the trends. If you wanted to wear a flare or a wide leg, there's tons of options out there for you. That it's just, it's kind of like you have to kind of figure them out. But once you do, it's like you've got your go-tos that you can really go to when you know what you want. Well, and it's funny too, as I've been like looking through your videos and stuff, like some of these websites um, I've like heard about before had people like, hey, they have tall sizes. And I'm like, sure they do. And like, for some reason, never really believed it. And I remember I've checked out a couple of them, but like, I've always been so skeptical, skeptical about like buying things online. Yeah. And then I hate returning. I'm just so lazy. Yeah. But like, it's nice to hear from other people, these same sources, not just one person. So like, yeah, seeing these fl like flared jeans, I want flared jeans so bad because if they're <laughs> short, they look horrible, you know, like yeah. you can't wear short flare jeans. It's, <laughs> so it's very to hard go. to pass off without the extra few inches on a flare. <laughs> yeah. My mom's joke is always add like an inch of lace at the bottom. I'm like, no mom, just no. <laughs> that has <laughs> to be work. a very specific aesthetic. That's not everyone's aesthetic. Yeah. But yeah, and I mean, my thing is that like, I always talk about this. My only shoes that I have that don't have a heel or a platform are my running shoes. Like that's it. Like my Vans have platforms, nice. all of my heels. I have like three inches and up. I've got like one pair of kitten heels just for like trade shows and stuff for work. But mm -hmm. I love wearing heels. So when you add in the 38 inch inseam with the added need for extra length in the pants for your heels. It's like all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I do need a 40 inch inseam or at least a 38 to try and pass this. So yeah, that's, that's amazing. I, I love wearing heels too, actually. Um, I don't very often just cause well, yeah, I hate the attention. I hate <laughs> talking about it, but I do love, I do love wearing heels. Um, so that's really cool. So the, I, the, yeah, the attention to just bother you? Yeah, I I hate being center of attention. So, like, I mean, like, I'm used to it now after 23 years of being stared at and had comments made, you know? I mean, yeah. you get it. Like, um, if I want to wear heels, I'll do it. But, like, I'm more inclined to not just because I'm like, oh, today I don't feel like being stared at or had have comments made at me more than normal. So, yeah. There's definitely, I think, a difference in the comments. And for some reason, everybody thinks that they have – the ability to comment on your legs when you're wearing mm -hmm. heels. And it's kind of like, I'm wearing them for me. Like you can observe, but like, please leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And sometimes I'm like, I love the way heels look with jeans. It's just a cute outfit, but it's like, it's a decision that I make that morning when I get dressed. Like this is not only cute, but like, this is inviting yeah. people think it's inviting them <laughs> to make yeah. comments. And I'm like, do I want to look cute today and be talked at, or do I just like, would I rather just like blend in as much as I can, you know? Yeah. So it's like a serious thought process in the no. morning. And sometimes it's too early for that. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think that there is a big difference between six, two and six, four already. Cause it's like six, two, you're still slightly passing as like kind of men's heights, but then that extra two inches, I think people start to really realize it, which I think is astronomically dumb, but like, um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that there is, because even when I wear my heels, I have five-inch heels that I love. Like, I have summer wedges that if I can wear them, I do. They are the most comfortable things. Um, but, you know, it makes me six, seven. And that's, that's like you said, a three-inch heel for you. So does that mean I want to invite conversation today? And I almost, I'm, I'm a little snarky about it sometimes, <laughs> if we're being honest. 
Because I yep. love to put them on and just like feel like the world is my runway, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, for uh, sure. By no means will I probably ever need a model walk, but I happily do my little Kendall Jenner, <laughs> Gigi Hadid moment in them. But, um, you know, I, I kind of like to play around with if somebody makes a little snarky comment about me and my legs or is very unwanted, I like to kind of just make a little joke about it. <laughs> If that makes sense. I mean, like, yeah. if you're going to feel so invited to say something about me, I don't think that's very kind. I'm I'm definitely going to let you know that it's not welcome. Like, sorry, I'm not wearing this for you. I'm wearing it for me. Okay, this is a great lead into this. I have a question I've been asking everybody. Um, I'm calling it, like, your, uh, like, how's the weather up there stories? So, like, what's the best, like, comment you've gotten? Not necessarily just about wearing heels, but just, like, being tall. Is there something funny that somebody said or just a memorable thing that someone's made a comment about your height? Well, I mean, like, to me, I wasn't terribly bullied about my height by any means. Um, But I definitely had nicknames that stuck. Um, My name being Carly, it quickly turned into Carl's which turned into Carl's Barkley, the basketball player. So I was called Carl's Barkley pretty much throughout high school. Um, And that's, but you know, I kind of found it comical because I run like a baby giraffe that was just born. (laughs) Um, And everybody was like, oh yeah, basketball. Like, and I even played basketball for my uh, senior versus staff game and I looked like the most awkward gazelle running and I was like I have no idea how I landed this basketball related nickname but we're going with it um but I mean really like the most out there comments I've gotten about my height have been now on TikTok really a lot of people that kind of take the liberty to say things um and don't really realize the impact and that's something that on my page I personally go through um Unless it gets really crazy, I I go through and I, like, delete comments that I don't want. You know, we're 23, both of us, which is kind of crazy, but we're both 23, and I feel like we have a little bit of a responsibility for, like, the younger, tall girls that are kind of going through it to help them understand that height can be really empowering and a beautiful thing, and it's not something to be scared of. Um, And I don't ever want somebody to read through my comments and read the stuff that I've read that's, like oh, that really makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And then feel that way about themselves. Um, And it's been really unique, the kind of backlash that I've had from, I hate to say it, but like shorter guys. Like Mm -hmm. The shorter guys have come for me in quite a few ways when I really don't ever drag them. Like, it's not something that bothers me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about your personal dating history, but I've dated guys that were taller and shorter. So it's something that like, I really don't come out there and be like, I hate tall or shorter guys. And and they really took it quite a few things as like direct jabs at them. I don't, I don't know what your opinion really? is on dating shorter, but that's, that was my experience on trying to voice some stuff about shorter men. But like from the perspective of, I want it to be more normalized. I think that, you know, I don't know how your mom raised you, but mine always raised me that like, Carly, you're going to be really tall. If you limit your group to only men that are taller than you, it's going to be a really small group to date from. So it's kind of been, that's been my mentality going into it is like, as long as it's not excessively shorter where I'm just like uncomfortable with it, then what's the problem? Mm -hmm. uh, Have you dated guys that were shorter than you? Yeah, I haven't dated much, but yeah, it's never been like an issue. I'll 
I kind of talked about this with one of my, like on one of my first episodes with one of my really good friends, yeah. but long time ago when I was younger, um, someone asked me like, would you ever marry someone shorter than you? And I was like, why'd you have to ask me that? Like, <laughs> Like, no, I can't say no, because karma's going to come get me, and I'm going to fall in love with someone shorter than me. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, like, I've never had an issue with it. I mean, yeah, as I'm young and, like, keep standards high, I'm like, I would love to date someone taller than me. But, yeah. like, I'm not worried about what it looks like. I want to fall in love with someone who I can spend the rest of my life with, you know? So, like, if they're shorter than me, they're shorter than me. Um Yeah, it's never really been a problem. So, like, that's crazy that you've gotten backlash, because yeah. I've watched a lot of your videos, and you don't come out and like <laughs> say evil things about being shorter as a guy so like that's really crazy well and I've talked to quite a few other uh taller tiktokers that I'm friends with that um I mean some of them do make the joke about shorter guys but it's been after mm-hmm. they've been like berated for their approach to shorter men and don't get me wrong there is nothing wrong with wanting a taller guy don't there are some major perks to wanting a taller <laughs> guy when you're a taller girl Um, and you know, small things like I never realized for the first time ever, I dated a guy that was significantly taller than me last year. Uh, he was six, five, which was like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, and it was, I never realized like the small things that you feel kind of like feminine about, if that makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. the. Like, the not having to, like, bend over to kiss someone or, like, not having to lift up your shoulder while you're holding hands and, like, these small things that, like, wow, there is a difference and it's okay Mm -hmm. if you do want a taller guy. Um, But, yeah, it's just been very interesting. And also some of, like, the very – and you play professional volleyball. So there's – I'm sure that you get some very out there comments as well from people that are – they feel like it's almost an open conversation to hypersexualize you because of your height, if that makes sense. Yeah. Where it's like, mm-hmm. just because I am tall does not mean I welcome you making me like a sexual object, if that makes sense. Yeah. But definitely weird, weird DMs have come through <laughs> me. Weird comments. But gotta gotta end up deleting those. <laughs> yeah, well good for you for keeping that, like keeping the comments. Nice. I mean, like, I don't see anything wrong with deleting those comments that aren't welcome. Like, that's yeah, that's great. And I've actually, like, chosen in a lot of times, which, like, you always see these things about, like, oh, I'm on the wrong side of TikTok. Well, there's been a few times, and right now one of my videos has actually popped over onto, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, the wrong side, but it's not who my content is for. My content is <laughs> for girls like us. It's for people that struggle with height or trying to feel like they have a community of tall women or if they struggle with finding clothes it's for people that want that it's not for like I don't post like thirst traps no hate on anybody that does it if that's what you want to do it's just not my group um and you know I'm totally fine taking my videos if it's starting to pop off on like the wrong side and I pop it on private like I don't I don't want anybody to ever feel uncomfortable in the community that like we're creating. I think that it's really, (laughs) we have this really unique community going on of people, like I said, our age that are coming forward and sharing the experience of being taller women. And I think it's creating a really unique role model perspective. Um, And in that, I don't want, you know, I've, I've got a lot of younger people that follow me, like, 14, 13 through to like 17. And those to me were the most 
hard years being tall. I don't know, were you bullied a lot when you were kind of in middle school and high school since you hit the height so high or so quick? <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. But I think I was pretty intimidating person. So no one really said much to me. But yeah, people get bullied for it. And it, that like blows my mind. Like I really wasn't. So like props to you for being there, being that support for like those girls of that age. Um, I mean, I was bullied. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it just wasn't for my height. <laughs> but okay. I just think that it was, you know, that was the hard years. And that's the hard years for most people. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. people are constantly trying to make you feel like your height is something that's not something to embrace, that it's kind of a, like a, disadvantage but in reality like it's you and you should own it just like how you can own your hair color and your face facial structure and everything like that there's no reason to allow other people to make you feel less than and I just I would never want someone to come to my page and feel less than I don't think that that's kind (laughs) like that's not that's not who I am if that makes sense right no for sure so how did you start this all like um, it started on TikTok, right? Yeah. Uh, versus Instagram. And then what made you decide to make that first video? Yeah. So, um, I, I'm so terrible. I, every now and then her username pops into my head, but there was this, uh, I think she was probably about 17 year old girl that had done a video wearing a pair of misguided jeans, which is a brand that I very often reference, mm-hmm. um, because it's so really affordable for tall women. Um, and she would just say, like, in the video, in a small caption, like, I'm very tall, jeans are hard for me to find, so I cuff these. And I I had been on TikTok for a while. I will be honest, I was 23. I was like, I probably shouldn't be on this app. It might be for some <laughs> younger people than me. Um, and I had spent a few, few weeks on it, just kind of scrolling and getting a gauge for it. And after I saw that, something just kind of clicked. I was like, I think that I would like to use this as a platform to share with people what I know, because... Like I said, I've spent countless hours Mm -hmm. (laughs) online looking at clothes and finding things that I actually want to wear that don't give off too much of like a mom vibe because that's not my personal vibe. Um, And so I just said, okay, here we go. First video. And I mean, looking back, my first video is terrible. (laughs) I was just listening to it the other day because for the new year, I'd done a little... um, post a photo of and somebody said something you're really proud of and I posted the first ever video I made just because like what it's grown into and that was a big Mm -hmm. step was like kind of like you with this podcast like I've chosen to share these resources one-on-one with a lot of people throughout life and then it's like taking that step of I want to now share it with people beyond my reach um and it just yeah listening back I was like a hushed tone (laughs) I was like, this is that my name's Carly. <laughs> I was just like, oh my gosh. But I mean, it's been like eight months, nine months now, and I'm I mean, it's insane the amount of like support I've gotten from other people. And I I low-key, every time somebody sends me like a message saying, like, you you gave me this recommendation and I've never been so happy with my jeans, like I screenshot all of those and I like keep a little folder of them. <laughs> That's because awesome. It, it means a lot to me when when people say like because of you I feel confident in my height. Like I I, I happily take the role. It was not something I yeah. anticipated, but um yeah, it's it's been really nice growing it and I think that you know, I'm not you are so lucky that you got into volleyball and like to the <laughs> level that you have gone because that's 
that's a really unique route that a lot of tall women want to take is to, to go mm-hmm. into volleyball and make it to like a professional level. Um, and I used to play volleyball. I think you're a middle, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a middle too, <laughs> but, okay, um, cool. uh, yeah, I, I, I dislocated my knee three times. And so I decided Jeez, yeah. to stop playing and not pursue trying to go to college and play. And it was this weird moment of like, oh my gosh, my height was validated in my sport, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was this weird kind of understanding of like, you know, I don't have to be athletic if I don't want to be. And like, I can be tall and be valid as I am as like a mid-sized woman. And like, that's okay. Um, and I think that that's a little bit more of a unique approach than some other people have done in the past. Like nothing against yeah. it. I just think that you know, like we look up to people like models like Kendall Jenner, Carly Kloss, these people that are tall as well. Um, and they're very much so like the epitome of the beauty standard. And I think it's really important to also share that you don't have to be a size zero in order to to be okay, if that makes sense. <laughs> so that's kind of been yeah, for sure. how the body positivity aspect of it really started popping up too. And And the more I was sharing that, the more I was hearing from people that you know, like I've had an eating disorder and like I have as well. And like, I'm in eating disorder recovery. And these people were like, it started becoming more of a theme that people were talking about. Like I'm taller. So naturally I need a larger size, but that body image linked with the number and and feeling like you're validated in your number then would reach into this thing of, I need to lose weight. I need to be thinner. And like, it's just, it can be a very toxic go around. So I try and keep it happy and light, but then also include like the real problems that we go through. Cause I think that we do go through some really real problems that people kind of gloss over and just say, Oh my God, you're tall. I would kill to be tall. Tall height is gorgeous. And then they just kind of write over the rest of it. Cause they're like, you should appreciate that you're tall. And it's just like, yeah. well, there's issues I have too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I think that's, I do love that you talk about that in your videos about, like, if you just scale up that image, it automatically gets bigger. And, like, it's crazy that that, like, it's such a simple thought, but, like, because we're, we've trained to see these numbers and we want to be a certain size, like, how much that affects the way we see ourselves. Like, is that what, like, started an eating disorder for you, like, trying, like, Understanding the connection between yeah. those numbers. There was definitely an issue of like understanding the connection of the numbers and like I'm built like a door. I just am. I've got broad <laughs> shoulders. I don't have the smallest of waist. I am built like a door. And um, you know, I swam, I played water polo, I did volleyball, so like I was athletic as well. And I struggled not only with like the the sizing and understanding that like I'm six foot two, I have muscle. It is totally normal and almost on the smaller side. Like, I'm not going to be the same size as somebody that is only 5'4". Like, it's just, it's not, you might be, and that might just be the case, but that's more so an exception than a rule, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was something I had never really heard about until I just, like, one day had this click of, like, wait, that's... Like you said, it was literally the image. Like, I I was in the shower because shower thoughts are, like, prime. And I had this... I was like, well, I'm trying to figure out a way to explain to people, like, your height is going to be a bigger size. Like, it just is. And 
that popped into my head and I was like, wait, that's the perfect way to visualize it is like an image. Everybody, you know, everybody resizes images and you know, it's the same thing. It doesn't change anything about the image other than the size. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was the best way to correlate that and something that people could look at and be like, okay, wait, she's right. Like, it's not something that's wrong with me. So that's been my, my view of it. But, um, so volleyball, I wanted to ask you about your volleyball because I always thought this was really cool because in basketball, like in men's and women's basketball, they go overseas to like start their careers and then they come back to the US. So is it been really fun? Like what's the route to get to professional volleyball? Because I think that that's a really, that's something that a lot of tall girls aspire to is wanting to play professionally. So that could be a very cool role model type thing to understand how to get there. Yeah, um, honestly, I didn't know much about it, starting volleyball. I mean, so I started I started playing when I was eight years old, mm-hmm. just club volleyball. Um, played club up through high school. Um, then I played at the University of Utah, and that was the first time I heard about professional volleyball. Um, I mean, I don't know, like, I knew, knew it was in the Olympics. Like, I knew there must have been <laughs> some way to do that, you know, but it never really crossed my mind, yeah. crossed my mind, I didn't really look into it. For some reason, that was never, I don't know, playing volleyball forever wasn't really, like, my long-term goal. I enjoyed playing mm-hmm. it, and I kind of was just here now, and that's what I did. Uh, yeah, I, I was just very much in the moment kind of thing. <laughs> but then I had, um, I think a girl who graduated the year before I got to my university, she went and played overseas. And my coach had a lot of connections with um, girls and uh, like agencies that help mm-hmm. you play overseas. So then, then it was like in my vocab- vocabulary. It was something I was thinking about. Um, yeah. So there's like a couple of different ways to do it. Uh, a lot of times after playing collegiately, like agents will reach out to you. Yeah. Um, so that's how I got contacted. I had an agent reach out to me. Um, but you can also go and play it's like it's called a tour I guess like if you can do two-week tour where you go mm-hmm. and just play for two weeks in several different countries um and coaches will come and watch this and they can pick you up from there um but yeah so like I got contacted by an agent um that was actually kind of a hard process trying to figure out which agent I wanted to trust and which agent I wanted to go with and because I don't know there's lots of agents from Europe that will reach out to there's not a ton from America so I feel like that was important to have an agent that I could really communicate with. So, um, so I picked my agent and then they helped find a team. And I think the hardest part is like that first team, Mm -hmm. because you don't really know what you're looking for. And like everyone's (laughs) experience for pro life is different. Um, some people want to go and be the best of the best. Some people just want to travel. Some people, want a little bit of both, you know, and I don't think I really understood what I wanted. Um, My first, I started January 2020, like the beginning of this year. Um, So I graduated in December and then, so the seasons start in like August, September, and they're about eight to nine months. So you go um, all the way till the next May. But in that halfway point, like December, January, um, you can pick up new players. And so a lot of girls coming from college, if you happen to graduate in the in December, you can go and play like half a half a season. So that's what I did. So that was hard because not a ton of teams are looking. Usually at that point, they're kind of only looking if they've had an injury or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
not a ton of teams were looking. I didn't know what I wanted, um, but I felt like I needed to get over there as soon as I could, yeah. and and it was really hard. <laughs> um, I was only there for two months because then COVID happened. So honestly, COVID was actually a big blessing for me. Um, yeah, there's just, I mean, this, I could talk about this for hours now, but, and I, so yeah, it's just, pro is cool, but you have to know what you want, and there's just a lot of things about it that are hard, hard and a lot of things that are cool, so. I just had, like, I was like you, I had no idea that, because, like, once you had reached out to me, of course I did some online stalking on you, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> basically I saw that you had done you know, European volleyball and like international pro volleyball. And I thought that was really mm-hmm. neat because I'm, I love to travel and that was never something that I knew was even an option. Um, yeah. So, cause you know, you do hear about like the, the basketball players, they go over mm-hmm. and play abroad and then they pick them up from there. And, and it's like you said, I had always seen the U S volleyball team and kind of idolized them. And I was like, but where does it go? Like, yeah. <laughs> Where is the after college? Uh, yeah. so that's really unique. I, I thought that was really cool. But definitely Thanks. the yeah. worst part of the travel is is the airplane seats. Let's be honest. Yes. Yes. I've been dying to talk to somebody about this because it's something like you forget about it, like until you do it. And like, yes. and I just, I got to come home for Christmas. And <laughs> so I don't know if it's luckily because of COVID or what, but like Delta's still doing no middle seat. So mm-hmm. there's a lot more room on on my flights I had the whole row to myself there and back I got so lucky yeah I don't know how it <laughs> happened but I got to spread out on the seats that so was great but yeah sitting but on my very first flight home I was sitting waiting because you don't know if your flight if your row is going to be taken or not yeah. so I'm sitting in my seat waiting hoping fingers crossed that someone's not going to come sit down by you and the person in front of me sits down and immediately leans their seat back. And I'm just like... Oh, no. <laughs> already? Like, we haven't even closed the doors. Like, everyone's not even on the plane yet, and you're going to lean back? And I was so angry. And I'm sitting there normal, and my knees are jamming him in the back. Yeah. And I'm not doing anything. Like, if I start to twist a little bit, my knees are hitting him. Maybe two minutes later, he, like, turns around aggressively, and he, like, looks at me, and he's like, oh, you're tall. And I was like... Oh, sorry. Yes, <laughs> yes I'm tall. And I was like... I just like didn't even know what to say because I was like, "Oh, you're like you're already doing this," and I was just already angry. And then, oh. so anyway, yeah. And then, yeah, that that's it. But like, that's the worst. Like when people just just like, I'm like, you can't, please don't. Yes, please don't lean back. I will leave my knees in your back. Well, mine's like you physically cannot lean back. My knees will yeah. prevent you. And there was actually because people always ask like, "Do you love being tall?" Like, I say I absolutely love being tall, except mm. when it comes to clothing. And when it comes to flying, and I was like, and clothing, I'm starting to close the gap on, but Mm -hmm. definitely when it comes to like airplanes or buses, um, and I was going on a flight and I remember I was sitting there and I had my knees basically in this guy's seat and he had tried to (laughs) lean back, not immediately, but like right when they said like, okay, we've been in taxiing mode or whatever, like when they allow you to, he immediately started trying to lean back and I'm like full back and I my knees were preventing him and he starts like trying to like push it back further <laughs> like leaning backwards more and more and was like pulsating on my knees mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just like his girlfriend looked at me kind of like how that man turned around at you and his girlfriend looked at me and gave me this nasty look and I just was like pointing to my knees I was like what do you want me to do like mm-hmm. I can't fix this 
And then, yeah. um, of course, I did get a little salty about it, though. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a very confrontational person, but there was just something about the fact that he kept trying to push back into my knees that mm-hmm. I was like, just when the when the plane was deplaning, I was like, I'm sorry that you couldn't lean all the way back, but I hope you know it's very rude that you kept trying to ream into my knees when your girlfriend clearly saw what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to act all innocent. I was like, no, I can't control my legs. <laughs> like, yeah. And then I, yeah. I, I was so mad. I had, I had bruises on my knees. I was like, this is not okay. Oh my okay. gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's always someone who is shorter, like... Yes. <laughs> they just don't understand. And it's like, you have leg room. You don't need to lean back. Can you just sit like a human being and like, let me yeah. have my <laughs> no space that I have, but like not, not get bruises. Yeah. Well, the worst is like, I being taller, I don't like getting, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's height. Maybe it's not. I don't like getting up in the middle of a flight and like going to the restroom. The bathroom's kind of gross, mm-hmm. but like all that time and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was flying back from Sweden and I had a layover in Poland and I was going Poland to LA. So it's a 13 hour flight Yeah. and the pain of like swinging your legs to the side, like your hips (laughs) after you get off, it's like all wonky and lifted on one (laughs) side and not on the other. I just remember I got off the plane and I felt like frozen, like hunched up. But yeah, that's, I definitely think that that's like one of, one of the, one of the times you don't always realize you're tall. And then it's like when you shop for clothes or when you are flying, you're like, yeah, I am tall and I have issues. Yeah. Um, what about my other inconvenience right now is the shower head in my apartment. Oh my is gosh, yes. So low. I literally have to do wall squats to wash my hair and it like drives me crazy. Yeah. Thankfully, That's one of my big pet peeves. Thankfully in Sweden, they're a little bit taller, so I haven't had too much of an issue in Sweden with the shower heads. But, um, when we went to we went to Florence 2019 and mm-hmm. our apartment I stood in the shower and I'm 62 like like I said not as tall as you so I'm sure it's very difficult for you in the in the Paris <laughs> bathroom but um it like was below my neck the, yeah. the shower head was below my neck I was like how like I like punched <laughs> down underneath it to try and even get like a little dribble of water on my head and try yeah. and rinse it you're doing yoga in the bat in the shower, trying to get everything yeah. wet and yeah, dry. Yeah, exactly. It was just I always thought that was kind of an interesting piece. Yeah, oh, it's so funny. Yeah, I. It's funny, like that's something I don't really talk about. Like I don't really. Com- I mean, I complain to my mom about the shower head, but like that's not something that comes up in like normal conversation. So, like I don't talk to very many other tall girls <laughs> about oh, how much do you hate the shower head when they're low, or like unless you're like responding to someone's story on Instagram yeah. or something. you're like oh doesn't it bother you when the seat when the person in front of you leans back on a flight like oh, it's, it's nice to just have someone that understands <laughs> <laughs> it is the absolute worst or when you have to like go put your legs into like a widespread just so that your knees <laughs> aren't reaming into the seat in front of you which is the worst on like yeah. it's always the cheap airlines that you have to do that mm-hmm. on when they just try and get that extra few inches of space yes. and it just completely yeah. messes up everything for you but yeah I, there are like very minute issues that I think being tall, it all kind of like weaves us together. Things like the shower head or, you know, yeah. traveling or pant length. Exactly. Some people have longer upper bodies. So like the things like, you know, waist hitting in your ribs, which is something I absolutely hate. <laughs> like the most uncomfortable yes. thing. But yes. I think it's really cool that we like, 
as we're building this community, it's making people feel like those things are more normalized, not feel as ostracized about it. And that's kind of the mm-hmm. beauty of this tall community, which there's so many, like, so many wonderful creators in this community that just make it such an accepting place that's really exciting to kind of be a part of, I think. Yeah, it is cool. And I've never really thought I felt like lonely and being tall, especially being in the volleyball world. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of tall yes. people that I'm around all the time, but it has been super nice to like see your videos be like, oh my gosh, it's nice to know that other people really do struggle with finding pants or finding clothes and yeah. like that people are searching it out and figuring it out and I have other resources. So that's been really cool. Yeah. I've always been asked like, where do you feel, com- like, how did you feel comfortable in your height? Like, how did you gain comfort in your height? And I say that, you know, when I did play volleyball, that was a huge part of it. Like, you're not mm-hmm. surrounded by, I mean, liberos are naturally pretty short, but yeah. you're not constantly surrounded by people that are shorter than you. You actually have quite a few incidences where people are taller than you. Um, and that was something that I found a lot of comfort in where it wasn't like, it was almost weird when there was someone that was taller than me that stepped in on the court mm-hmm. on the other side. And I would just be like, oh my God, I feel so short now. Like, yeah. <laughs> like is this how everyone else feels when I stand by them? Like, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, exactly. That was definitely, I think, a big piece, and I think that it runs pretty pretty clear through a lot of taller girls that do play volleyball, that, and maybe even basketball as well. I just can't speak to that experience because that wasn't mine, but mm-hmm. it did it did give a lot of that comfort in the height of it was something you were seeing. You could all relate on things. You could share fun things. Like I remember stopping, we were at a volleyball tournament and there was this girl once again that was way taller than me. And that voice in the back of my head of my mom always saying like, you have to ask tall girls where they get their jeans, Carly. So I literally stopped this girl in the bathroom as she was wash- washing her hands and I was about to go in. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to ask you. Your legs are so long. Where do you get your jeans? And she looked so uncomfortable, like so thrown for a whirl. And I was just like, I don't mean to like come off yeah. harsh. Like I just need help. I'm like you. I'm like you. I get it. <laughs> exactly. And I remember she told me that her mom special made her jeans. And I was like, wow the dedication yeah props to that mom oh that would be super mom award (laughs) yeah for sure okay well i have one last thing i want to ask you um there's i've been asking every guest that i talk to Mm -hmm. um if they have a question for another tall girl so um the guest before you her name is chloe hurst she is an assistant coach at utah state um coaching volleyball so her question for you or for all other tall girls is, um, have you ever been at an event, like a basketball game, a movie, concert, whatever, um, and someone shorter always ends up behind me? Have you ever been in that situation? Do you feel awkward? Do you ever feel the need to say anything or move or how do you handle it? It's like basically it's like you're blocking someone's yeah. feet because they're... <laughs> That definitely has happened. Um, thankfully, it's not so much things that are seated because I'm literally built like a human version of Mike Wazowski, <laughs> like I have no upper body. Um, but there have definitely been times when like I'll be at a concert or something and like I know I'm blocking someone's view. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully no one's ever like outright been like or like that. Really? That's but good. <laughs> there's definitely been times where I've been like, oh my gosh, because I, I do feel bad. Like I'm like, yeah. I, I don't mean to block your view, but then there's a part of me that's like, you know what? Like I hate to say it, but like tall men happily just stand there and are like unfazed. So like I'm gonna be un- I'm gonna be here. Yeah. I'm unfazed. Like I paid for my ticket all the same as all of you. 
if you have an issue with it, stand in front of me or like move, move. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, there yeah. have been a few times. No, where, like, exactly. If it's a child or something, like I will move just because I don't think that that's fair to the child. But yeah, it's definitely, it's always yeah. standing, never sitting. I have no upper body and I will own it. <laughs> but yeah, it's nice. always the standing. <laughs> okay, cool. And then do you happen to have a question you've ever wanted to ask other tall girls? I mean, you've got a pretty good connection on TikTok, but is there anything <laughs> that you've heard that you want to ask? Or I think there? it's always like the go-to question that I've been ingrained with. Like what, what's your favorite place that you buy clothing? I think that that's such an important resource to like share. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's then also, question. I guess if they really don't want to answer that, or if they don't have a place or if they've struggled, you know, what was the experience when you finally found something that actually fit just like your truly or uh, true religion genes that you had? Like what's your little, my perfect fit story, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Well, thanks so much for chatting with me. Everyone needs to go find her on TikTok and Instagram and see these videos and see all these awesome places that you can find clothing for tall people. So thanks so much for chatting. It's been awesome. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I've really had a great time. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. As always, subscribe, comment, and share with all your friends. You can find us on Instagram at Too Tall For You Podcast. Thanks again, and catch you next time.